What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brad. And we are back from another break. We had a nice trip together. We were down on my bachelor trip. And so Brett and I were away last week, so thank you for your patience. But we are back, and we are ready to talk about some very exciting news that just happened a mere few hours ago from us recording this. But before that, Brett, welcome home. We were just in Nashville. How are you feeling after that trip? I'm feeling... One feeling tired, right? Any long trip with travel so days are tired. gonna get you dragging. Um, I like I was saying to you, I hit my wall today at work at like eleven thirty. I was yeah. like, I get done at four thirty, and at eleven thirty, <laughs> I was like, pack it up, we're done for the day. Yep, mentally um, just done. Mentally did not was not ready to go back to work. Um, but. Overall, like, I'm feeling very like energized and like rejuvenated. Like we were with such a good group of guys down there. Yeah. Um, and like so, like my laugh meter and like the amount of like good <laughs> memories we had, um, I feel very full and like enjoy it. I guess yeah, and, and excitement. Good. That's good to hear. I'm glad. Yeah, we did yeah. a good set of guys. I feel very much the same. I feel like I'm 20 years older, but at the same time, we had enough laughs to sustain us for another 20 years of life. So yeah. Good music, good company, good time, and we are back. We are slowly recovering, and no better way to do that than to talk about some Disney. So, Brett, why don't you share with them what we're talking about today because it's a a unique one. Normally, we do talk about all things Walt Disney World Resort, as said in our intro, but this one calls for a little bit of a different conversation. Yeah, so this was... As I mentioned, released to uh, the public like mere hours ago as we're recording this, which is a Monday night. Um, mm-hmm. So once this is released on Wednesday, hopefully you've all kind of seen this and this conversation will make a lot more sense. Um, but Apple had their keynote today, one of their the few keynotes they have a year, releasing all their new products and they released some new Macs and some new Apple uh, iPhones, yeah, like some new iOSs, right? Like things that were pretty standard to see from Apple. And then they brought our boy Bob Iger, and at that moment, we were like, "Uh oh, <laughs> yeah. something big is happening!" Right? So um, they released what they're calling the Apple Apple Vision Pro, correct? And that is going to be an augmented reality or VR virtual reality headset. Um, Apple's edition of that. Um, it looks just like any other Apple product was. It looks so sleek and so modern and looks beautiful. Yes. Um, but they announced a huge partnership and collaboration efforts with the Walt Disney World Company um, in yeah. ways that go beyond like what we could ever have imagined like VR to be. Um, so that will be the, the topic point of our day of our, our episode here. Is going to be what they released um, and how they're going to implement it, not only to us as viewers, but also like what we can experience, how we can experience Disney better. Not necessarily Disney, the parks that we know of, um, but Disney and what they produce as a company. Um, exactly. So I think it's going to be a very interesting conversations. And I think from what we talk about, we'll think of ways and we'll talk on, on ways that we can eventually see this in the park um, yes. and how they will probably tie it in. But 
at a uh, a $3,500 price point, it's not for the general consumer, but <laughs> what not we're going to say, yet. yeah, not quite yet, but no. what they announced is, is amazing. So yeah, that was a, a very good quick summary of, of what the announcement was today. And as Brett said, when we were watching, you know, they had said, you know, and you know, now to go along with, you know, the, the most immersive product that they have ever created, they wanted to bring and pair up with the most immersive storytelling company in the world. And they showed Disney on the screen. And for a minute, I, I kind of like looked over at Julie and I panicked and I was like, what's going on? You know, I didn't expect this. This wasn't part of any of the, the leaks or the rumors of what they might right. announce. <clears throat> and then I was like, oh, you know, could this be, I don't know, a, a skin wrap around the headset or some Disney themed wallpapers for it or something. And then Bob Iger came out, as you mentioned, and that is no joke, right? If you're going to get the Disney CEO to come out on the stage and announce something related to this headset, it must be pretty cool. More than stickers, more than themed wallpapers, right? Right. And then he explains, you know, that they are partnering with Apple to create some of the most immersive, the most personal storytelling experiences that Disney can from all of their beloved shows, movies, characters, experiences to us now through this new headset. And keep in mind, as Brett said, this headset is priced at $3,500. So this is not quite yet for the general public. So what we're going to be talking about is the more of the optimistic future of, of when this can be more consumer-based, right? And it can be thinner and better priced out and faster and more lightweight, right? So keep that keep that in mind. Be open-minded with yeah. the conversation. But let's jump into some of the exciting things that they showed because right after Bob gave a little speech, he played a, sh uh, a clip, and it was pretty impressive, honestly. And I know that it's just a video, and so you have to take it with a grain of salt, right? It's just a marketing video. They're just showing yeah. off and, and trying to get you excited, and it worked. But if they could deliver some of that and and the even more right into the future, I'll be impressed. So to start, Brett, one of the first things that they showed off was that Disney Plus, the application and the streaming service, will be available on the headset on day one. And so if you have a Disney Plus account, you can select any of the content on that account and play it through the headset and watch it. You can make the screen as big as you want and things like that, right? The amazing part that comes in here is that with this new headset, you can decide whether you want augmented reality, which is where you can see through and you can see the world around you perfectly, and then there's like a screen that overlays, right? Or do you want virtual reality? So you can use the dial up top and completely immerse yourself into a virtual world. And where Disney comes in is that when you select your your show whatever content you want to watch it looks like from what they were showing some of the shows hopefully all but some of the shows will have options for you to be immersed in a 3d real world right so that as you're watching you're also in that world almost with them yeah and so the the example they gave Brett was really cool it was the mandalorian one did you see that yes i did see that yeah, that wow. was super cool, and it was interesting because as they clicked on the Mandalorian, right, the 
the Star Wars effect of like the light speed jump kind of changed, and all of a sudden the person wearing the headset was in Tatooine in a spaceship, and they're looking around and they can see, you know, sand dunes in the distance, and it's like at sunset, and then in front of them, a, a screen with the Mandalorian is playing, and it just looked so real and so cool. Is that something that you could see yourself doing with other content and other things that Disney has to offer? I, I do. Um, I, I think it's going to be select things for, for now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really know where you're going to be like viewing. Like, I think that makes sense, right? Like Tatooine, you're on like Star Wars makes sense. But for something that is, I don't know, I guess like Toy Story, you could watch it like in a backyard, right? Like I'm yep. thinking like what some of their older films and some of their older movies, like something like Peter Pan, right? Like. Where are you watching that from, right? So I think it has to be like pretty selective. I think they're going to do the ones that are extremely popular um, and then have those as your augmented reality because I think it's going to be also harder for them to go back into their catalog to make things reality as instead of just like places that already have established planets, right? Like they know what Tatooine looks like. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's I, definitely going to be something that I don't think everything on the platform is going to offer it. I think it's going to be their popular newer things that are going to offer it. But I for sure think um, I would watch a movie from like a spaceship in Tatooine, right? Like I think it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, that just sounds so unique, so cool. Uh, something that came to my mind would be like if you're watching J- Jungle Jungle Book, right? What if you had like a, a seat or somewhere where you're just kind of like hanging on a hammock watching it in the middle of the jungle, right? It's pretty immersive, right. pretty f- pretty cool feeling you can look around in 360 and see all the jungle around you it just yeah. might help sell and get you there pandora right think of avatar yeah. think of how cool that would be just to kind of be somewhere and just be in that world while you're also yeah. watching it that would be fascinating that would be fascinating so i think it is something that that i i for sure see them being able to execute with this release right that's not something that i think would be that hard yeah. um Right, like there's already worlds out there in the VR universe that other companies have executed very well. Um, like if you look at the Oculus, right, like that's probably going to be our closest comparison if we're talking about anything. Yes, those games and those applications that have already been executed there are done pretty dang well for yes. how early in technology that came out. So I can't imagine what they'll be able to execute when this hits consumers. So I think. That for sure, for both movies and TV shows, is something they can absolutely execute on and that we will will we will see for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. And that was my first thought as well, right? This is definitely a direct competition, uh, indirect competition with Meta and their Quest, right? And sure. you and I both have a Quest. You and I have both done the experience where you're in a, either a movie theater or an immersive like little campground area or mm-hmm. on uh, like a floating in the sky and just kind of watching a movie. And it is cool. It's amazing. Yeah. But the technology is still a little bit like the clarity around it is still a little bit blurry and it's not perfect. Yeah. So I think we're Apple and then, you know, hopefully with this Disney content can really set themselves apart as if they can get a near photo realism where it's going to feel like you are actually and seem and, and look like you're actually there. So yeah. time will tell with and- that. I have absolutely no idea how VR works, right? I'm about to say something that probably 
is going to make me sound like the most technology illiterate person ever. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. But, like, they have already filmed Tatooine in The Mandalorian and Star Wars movies and mm-hmm. things like that. So, like, this is where it's going to sound illiterate, right? But, like, can't they just, like, take those backdrops, right, and, like, drop them as, like, the VR aspect of it? Does that make sense? It's basically, like, copying and pasting. Or like, they don't need to recreate Tatooine for this VR experience because it's already been done in other movies and films. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't know if I'm fully following you because you still need to create, like, where is your point of view coming from, like, as the person in the headset? It's like, where is that camera that you will ultimately replace being being from like right but like the backdrop is already made it doesn't matter where you set the camera from because they are already created those mountains and those sand dunes and, and the, the buildings and all that in in the movies and in mm-hmm. the tv shows yeah. so like you can set that back and have that again that's probably absolutely not how it's done but that's why i'm thinking that this is such a that they will be able to execute this because it's already out there. Basically. Yeah. I, I see. I see. Any I'm following you now. Okay, cool. Yes. It, this does not seem like it will be the biggest technical lift or wow, like uh, the hardest part for sure. For sure. Because similar um, competitors have done similar things. Something I do think is going to be a little tougher for them is something else they announced though. Um, and, and not every mean? aspect here, but they announced that you will be able to watch with sports. Um, and they showed off like a five screen kind of like setup where you could be watching like five different games, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And I think that's absolutely executable. Um, and then you can click on like each screen and each screen will blow up to be a bigger screen. And then around that screen, it'll bring you like stats about the game. And, like, percentages of, like, them about to make a good field goal or, like, win yes. probabilities. Like that is super cool. And I think that, for any sports fan out there, is a huge sell. Because totally. I think you can absolutely do that. They announced, though, that you can also watch the games or, like, replays of the games in 3D. Um, it would basically take you to, like, an aerial view of a courtside of like a basketball game. And you'd be able to watch it. Yeah. As if like the players yeah. are like really playing and like that the 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 look of that is amazing. Yeah, that was one thing that like shocked me was when they were like, Oh, and you can watch like, you know, key replays in this 3D environment where on your table, right, you have like a life size or a miniature, I guess not life size, miniature version <laughs> of the game happening and you see the players dribbling and, and going up for the dunk and you can like move around and look at it. Yeah. I just think that is so cool. I think for thinking of like when I would use that, if I, you know, hypothetically, if I had $10,000 for this headset, or whatever <laughs> it is, it would be so cool of like watching a cool, watching a game, big like video replay challenge happens. Right. And being yes. able to like see that on a blown up scale right in my living room. And like get up close and like seeing where his hand is versus the tag or something like that. If it's, yeah. if it's baseball, like that would be super cool. Seeing the stats all around you would be super cool. Very immersive. The the way that they showed it off looked very unique, very fun. 
So that I'm definitely all for. I hope that they also show a way to attend the games in a virtual reality world. So like That'd you can almost cool. feel like you're courtside, feel like you're at the games. That would be very fun. Yeah. Uh, so sports is definitely something I'm going to be on the lookout for to see what else that they are planning to do for that. So yeah. that is pretty cool. My they only question, should... oh, sorry about, about sports, would they have to have their own camera there to film them? That's what I was thinking too. Definitely it seems like they will need special special equipment if they're doing this whole 3D 3D, right? Thing. Okay. But then also just for the screens in general, probably, right? Probably either that or pre-recorded videos because they showed like a 3D version of the one football player coming up and like almost approaching you as you're yeah. sitting there. And so they'll need like some pre-recorded stuff of each player. But overall – I'm I'm on board. I'm excited to see I'm that. I'm totally on board. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Additionally, they announced a couple other things or showed a couple other things. The first one being Nat Geo, right? So since Nat Geo is under the Disney umbrella, they were showing how you can have these up-close, super immersive and personal animal experiences, almost like immersive documentaries, right? And then – you know, yes, we've seen animal experiences before. We've seen dinosaurs and other things with with the quest and with things like that. And that's where I think if Apple can nail the clarity and the photorealism yes. of stuff with the content that Disney has, I am so in on that. <laughs> fully immersed. Imagine like the the feeling of being either underwater or on like a jungle trek or out in like the wilderness. And then there's like a lion moving in the bushes next to you and you yeah. see like the bushes moving and it just looks and feels and you real. Can just like turn and it just like yes. looks at you the whole yeah. time I was watching this keynote, dude, I was getting ready player one vibes the entire time. Yeah. So I'm excited to see, and I don't think it'll be quite there yet. Again, this is a first generation product. This is like the first iPhone coming out. This is the first Apple Watch coming out, right? It's yeah. cool. It's something different. But you think back to the watch, the first watch had like the time, messages, the weather, and like a Exercise. calculator on it. Yeah. And then as it's gotten better, it's gotten thinner, it's gotten faster, the screen has gotten bigger. Yeah. It's gotten you can do EKGs now. You can like it can tell you if your golf swing's wrong, right? Like you yeah. think about all of the advancements that the watch can do having from when it was first released. That's yeah, why we and, need to wait on this because this is a first generation product. And if Disney is getting on board now at the start, I cannot imagine how cool it's gonna be in the future. Yes. Two things. One, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're promoting this as like a piece of wearable technology, right? Like, because you can see through it, right? So you could wear this outside and it would still function. Like, there's no boundary. I don't want to I don't say want to. Sure, because they didn't say that yet in part of their presentation. Everything that they okay. showed was, was inside. Got it. And thinking to the, to the Quest, the Oculus Quest, that is not approved for any sunlight or outside use. So right. I but the way that you could see through it made me think that that's how they were promoting it. And that like the home screen looks like an Apple CarPlay almost like you have mm -hmm. like your messages. Like, it has everything that your phone would have. 
So yes. I just didn't know if they were promoting that. Because if I ever see somebody with this in Target, yeah, I'm punching you <laughs> in the face. No, um, it's not that. No. They did show a weird thing, not to kind of hijack this into an Apple sure, yeah, yeah. podcast, but they did show a, a feature where a dad is like watching his daughters play in the house and he's wearing it and like filming. And then it's supposed to like capture this specific type of video that is different than just your phone or, or Interesting. You know, a regular camera. So that when you watch it back in the headset again, you can like relive that memory and re go through it almost like almost like black mirror if you've ever seen that episode where yeah. they rewatch the memories interesting so interesting. i don't think that that's a good use because i think it's very weird and creepy if it's like oh christmas morning it's like robocopish yeah yeah christmas morning and your dad's just like strapped on with his headset <laughs> just like looking at you he's like okay you can open them now and it looks like yeah. a bug looks like he's snowboarding it looks like a bug he looks like he's snowboarding or something so I don't yeah. think it's perfect use case yet. The technology is amazing to relive yes. a memory. That's cool. But to uh, the function of act, of actually doing it yet, not there. But going back to Disney, um, the net, the immersiveness and the ability to just be in those uh, animal environments for Nat Geo, yeah. I'm definitely on board with. Definitely on board as well. Um and then another thing that they released was almost a nod to the parks, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. They released what looked like you were able to – I don't know exactly what this was hinting at here, so I'm taking my best, like, educated guess of what sure. this is. Because, yeah. um, again, like Ryan mentioned, this was strictly, like, a three-minute promotional video of things that they, like, I guess, want to have. or it's like, like a teaser their, of, like, like, what, what their they, thoughts were yes, or something they like that. want to do in the future. Um, but the person touched basically their kitchen table, drew like a pathway, and then the electrical light parade followed it, mm-hmm. leading to a castle and a fireworks show. Yeah, uh, in 3D. In 3D. So that would be absolute insanity if you could like basically watch all their nighttime shows like virtually in 3D models. Yeah, like yeah. can you imagine like? missing disney putting on this strap and just like watching phantasmic from like a 3d version no that the thought Dude, of that's that like is wild. so awesome if they the way that they showed it in 3d like on the table is very cool and i could see you know that being a fun thing to do with like family and kind of either building your own parade or re-watching a fireworks show happen in 3d yeah but to your point if they could put a special camera somewhere in the parks, you know, hidden from public eye, but it gives you when you're wearing the headset an immersive feeling like you're actually there watching it in real life and the the quality is photorealistic. Yeah. I am so in on that too, dude. Like you said, imagine just needing that Disney fix, not having seen the the parade or a nighttime show in a while, and all of a sudden you can just throw it on and watch it along with the hundreds of other people. Yeah. That, that would be so awesome. awesome. Now, so def- they released, um, released a little bit of what looked like gameplay. This was a very, very minor tease. Um, yeah, this is also almost, an educated guess. Yeah, they released what looked like somebody to be interacting with. I'm, I don't even know who that was. It was a Marvel character, and 
it was teasing, you know, the Marvel content and the person had their hand out and like a gauntlet, like a wrist gauntlet flew to them and attached to their hand in virtual reality and interacted. In real life. Cheek! <laughs> yeah. You just feel it. And then the person um, interacted with like these glass shards in front of them and it, and it just became this super cool thing. So it did look like a game. That's the, the yeah. impression I got, right? Yeah, that's what I also got. Um, which I think that they'll, they do, like, if they're trying to do anything like any other VR, I think they'll include some kind of gameplay. So, again, not a lot so of too. information about that, but just something worth mentioning. Just a good guess, um, because the Marvel would be a good way to do it, right? Like, picturing yourself. I know that there's an Iron Man game out there, but if they can get a couple other super immersive Marvel yeah. superhero experiences where you put, puts you in the story type of thing, yeah, I am all in on that. Yes, I agree. Um, uh, and then the last thing that they mentioned was almost some, like 3D movie watching. Um, yes, so, this was cool. This got me yeah. excited because when you think of watching, when, when you think of 3D, right, you think of watching it in the theaters. And in the theaters, you get your glasses and then you're like, wow. And I know we talked about it when Avatar came out recently. Like the technology in, in the theaters is actually pretty amazing now. It, it looks yeah. pretty photorealistic when you're there. And so if Apple is able to recreate this, and it sounds like they can and have from that headset, now when you're streaming shows on Disney+, Plus, right? Think of Avatar 2 again. It's going to be in 3D in front of your eyes. Think of Ant-Man. Think of whatever recent 3D movie you've seen and being able to watch that in an immersive experience right at home or in a hotel or on a plane mm -hmm. or wherever you use this headset and being able to watch you know, that movie, Ant-Man or whatever, in 3D as it was intended without being at the theater. I am so in on that again. Yeah. Dude, when you just said watching this on a plane, I literally like... Yeah, they showed I it. I couldn't in the imagine. They showed because... it in the keynote. Like this, that device, that headset being used on a plane and a hotel. And I actually That's think that... That's so as gets, smart. As it gets thinner and more lightweight, like road trips, planes. Yeah. Anytime you have some downtime, just throwing that on and just getting lost, dude. That yeah, would be dude, so awesome. Even just like flying this past weekend, like I watched a movie on my phone, like on your little on my little phone, phone like perched up on my water six bottle, six inch phone right there. Yeah, and every time somebody like moved or something like in the cabin, like moved or mm -hmm. any any motion, I was like distracted. Yep. If I had, could put something on my face and like go into like a whole new world and just forget like where I'm at, yeah, yep. I am so in. Two hours so of watching, in. you know, Star Wars, and you're just sitting there like on a distant planet, yeah, watching it, and all of a sudden you land and you're back in Philadelphia. I am so in on that, dude. So oh, yeah. I, I hope that all of this is not just smoke and mirrors. I hope that it's not just all a really cool marketing video. Yeah. I hope that there's some merit. I hope that there's some execution to what they're showing because right. if they can get the visual clarity with the actual content itself, I think this partnership between Apple and Disney is an absolute home run that would make those who want to go to the parks, you know, get their fix at home and then also those who just love the Disney Plus content also yeah. love it even more. Yeah. You know what this makes me wonder a lot of? What? How long 
Apple has had this technology. I wonder if they pitched it to Disney when other Bob was still in the chair. Mm -hmm. Because we always talked about how Bob Iger always wanted that Apple partnership. Yes. Right? Yep. And all of a sudden, my man's back in the throne. (laughs) And and here we are, right? And I feel like this is something that Apple has probably been working on since Meta released their first Mm -hmm. thing. So I wonder like how ready this has been. I wonder if they pitched it to Disney to old Bob and he was like, No, like we're just gonna make budget cards. (laughs) Okay, dude. All right. And then loosen up your suit a little. Literally. And then new Bob or old Bob, better Bob comes back and they pitch it again. He's like, Yeah, for sure. So he's like, Yeah, let's do this thing. He's like, I've been waiting for this. Brand new piece of tech. Let's do it. Right? So I wonder how long this has been in the the Apple Arsenal ready for this. I was wondering that too because, again, as I was watching the keynote. It's just just, like the timing is like suspicious. (laughs) The first Apple keynote with Bob back, stop. I know. I know. Stop. It's good. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Like I think about Meta, right? Meta just released their – I think it's their third headset now. I think it's the Quest 3 that they just came out with like okay. maybe two weeks ago. And I was like, wow, I'm surprised that they didn't go to Disney or any other company like that and try to get a similar partnership when VR. Because mm-hmm. they're right before this, Meta is kind of like the Quest was the the VR headset that everyone thinks about, talks about, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't Disney partner up with them and be on the forefront of it? And maybe they did. Maybe they did a small partnership. I'm talking as if I know every partnership Disney's ever had. But right. we didn't get an announcement or anything like this before at any yeah. of the meta showcases. And I wonder if Bob, our good Bob that we like, Bob Iger, you know, was within talks, like you said, with Apple before. And then I wonder if they turned down meta and was like, no, you know, we don't want to do a partnership with you, blah, blah, blah. And then like followed through because they knew Apple was coming with this in the pipeline. And now they're like, let's rock newest tech, super high tech tech. <laughs> How many times yeah. have you seen tech? Uh, so I, you know, of course we never know, but sure. it is suspicious. I agree with you, but in a good way. And I'm glad that we are on this side of things. I agree. I, as a summary, this is way out of the average consumer's <laughs> price point. So again, this stuff is not something that's coming to your couch next week, but it is something that is in the works. And hopefully within the next, you know, three to five years when Apple can get this slimmer, cheaper, and the content and the developers can work on stuff for this, I feel like we are in for an absolute treat of an experience as a Disney fan. I agree. And I'm really excited to see them implement this into the parks. Somehow, some way, probably years down the line, um, like we said, this is this was strictly just like a three minute teaser video. So as more information gets released, we will be uh, quickly, hopefully, to report on it. Yes. Um, so be sure there will definitely be some follow up episodes to this episode as more and more gets released. Um, but for now, go check out the videos if you haven't already. It is some awesome tech, um, and the Apple and Disney companies are making a great partnership. Yes, we are on the forefront of something very, very cool, and I'm glad that it's happening in our lifetime. I agree, and I'm really excited. 
but we will call it here for this episode. I think we covered a lot, a lot of good topics and conversation. Uh, thank you so much for always listening to us. Be sure to follow us on a Dose of Magic podcast on Instagram where we will post about this episode and some maybe some other photos that we get as the week goes on and things get released. Um, so thank you so much. Be sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening for us. Uh, it helps us a lot and we appreciate you and we will catch you next episode. Thank you, everyone.